day. Today is a Monday. It is November 23rd, 2020. Uh, just in case you're watching the replay, hey, I don't know who's watching this and stuff. I do want to welcome everybody who's watching this live. And I also want to welcome everybody who's going to watch perhaps a replay or maybe just listening on one of the podcasting services. If that is you, hey, do me a huge favor. Smash the like button, smash the subscribe and the bell notification if there's such a thing on your platform. And that way you get notified every time we go live and you get new information. So today, today we have excellent news that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be discussing what's happening with the Bitcoin. Uh, the price is back on up, baby. Uh, we're going to be talking about Ethereum because Ethereum is doing some crazy stunts over here. Of course, we're going to take a look at a little bit of news and what's going on. And, and we're all going to be talking about one altcoin that is, I don't want to say just listed, but it is fairly new, that potentially could beat both ETH and BTC. And it is, already has a very strong community, even though it's a brand new project. So if you're curious about what that is and what's going on and kind of all of that stuff, today's show is for you. All right, y'all, let's do this. We use money daily and we fail to understand the basics of the asset. To refuse to inform yourself is to subscribe to financial tyranny perpetrated not by banks, corporations, government, or technology, but by those of us who use it yet fail to understand it. It is then that we agree to the terms and unknowingly turn our assets into liabilities, allowing our possessions to possess us. But it is time to change. Welcome to Money Geeks. And uh, this is uh, not what I wanted to show you. I was trying to. I was trying to sneak something in. Okay, I was trying to sneak in a price of uh, <laughs> ETH and USD, and I wanted to get a, 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 a chart out, uh, you know, and be able to sneak it out. But clearly, clearly, uh, I did not. I did not successfully pull that off. So. I'm not very good at sneaking, at cheating, at lying. So, ha, downfall, downfall for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, um, okay, all right, all right, all right. So now that I actually have pulled it up, let's go in and take a look at the markets, y'all. Um, I hope you're all doing well. I'm beyond excited. So let's take a look at the markets. I should probably refresh this because typically I pull it up first thing when I start research and, uh, and things change drastically often and this time around boy it did change drastically as well so what in a world is going on um okay so exciting part is uh bitcoin is at eighteen thousand six hundred twenty three dollars exactly how weird is that uh pump 4.8 percent in 24 hours and up 16.6 percent in seven days but that that is not the most exciting news Take a, look, take a look at what's happened with Ethereum. It's behaving like a wild altcoin over here. And it's pumping like crazy, y'all. It is currently sitting at $593.20, up 13.2% in 24-hour period, 32% up in seven days. Now, that is what I call a pump and really, really, really excited about this whole thing. Now, of course, uh, you know, as we scroll down the top 100, we do see that, like, when you look at a 24-hour, it's like, I mean, it's a sea of green. It's a sea of green. This is a very exciting day. 
the biggest winner, the biggest winner over the 24-hour period is Zen, pumping 44.7%. Um, Numerair is in second spot, 38%. Waves, 30.4%. VT, 21.3%. I was going to call it VET, but I guess that's accurate as well. Mayota, 18.8%. I mean, we're seeing some ridiculous pumps, y'all, uh, in this particular market. On the losing side, really, if you got to list Tether as the loser, number one, we got bigger issues to talk about, right? Because that's the one that shouldn't be moving much, if at all. And then die is the second one. So the only losers today in the 24-hour period are the two stable coins. That's it. That's it. Everything else is in the green, which is absolutely insane and super exciting. On the seven-day pumping side, Waves is definitely winning at 82.9%. XRP is second spot at 78. XRP has been on a tear. I remember, I mean, it's been sitting at like 20, 21 cents, 20, 21 cents. Then it would jump up to 23 cents. You were like, ooh, I'm making money. But now look at XRP, 48 cents, y'all, 48 cents. That is absolutely awesome and super exciting. So, hey. Congrats if you are actually making any money. And you know what? With everything being green, you should be. You know, I was joking, semi-joking, you know, that you could like do like this and just pick anything and you could probably win. And you know what? Not really a joke today, is it? Just about anything you can actually point on to. Hold on for a few days. It, uh, it seems like it's going to pump. Now, that is not a financial advice. That is not how you should be investing nor trading whatsoever. And uh, talking about financial advice, nothing that I say here on the channel ever should be counted as financial advice. All I'm trying to do is give you some information, news, and my personal thoughts and opinions of what I'm sort of thinking and doing. But you got to do you while I do me, all right? So one of the things that I failed to do yesterday because I was so excited, um, I failed to tell you about the company that uh, Jeff Bezos actually has backed that has to do with crypto. And it's a crypto trading service in Africa. It's called Chipper Cash, and it's a fintech startup that is expanding products, includes crypto trading service in Africa, and it's raised $30 million in one of the fund rounds. And of course, uh, Jeff Bezos is the individual, one of the individuals that has backed this project up. So that is kind of a cool piece that I wanted to share with you that I promised to share yesterday. And somehow in my excitement, I forgot to share it. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at the news. And I promise we're going to be looking at, uh, we're going to be taking a look at some of the charts. We're going to be looking at some of the graphs. So don't go anywhere whatsoever. All right, so remember how we talked about that there was this uh, largest, one of the largest banks that was going to uh, list their bonds within crypto? Well, they pulled the rug. Now, thankfully, they didn't do a DeFi rug pull, right? Uh, they pulled the rug before they listed, not after. So I guess that's a bonus right over there. So what happened? Well, uh, they were going to list $3 billion of bonds issuance that was going to be tradable for Bitcoin and US dollars and then potentially expand into the other crypto markets. However, they actually decided to suspend it. They were going to list, remember, in Malaysia and stuff. Um, if you don't remember, you can always go back um, onto the YouTube channel, Money Matters, um, I want to say we talked about it two weeks ago, plus minus, um, but that's kind of what it was announced. So it was announced, now it's announced that it's not going to happen, but hey, there's something else 
that is happening inside China. You know how they have been uh, practicing with their CBDCs? And I call it practicing because that puppy is already alive. They've already held uh, one lottery where they pulled it up. They've already tested in some of the places. Well, now they're testing it yet again. They're rolling out another test now in Suzhou. And uh, um, it's always interesting to see the pictures that come from China. I swear, like, either all of their buildings look alike or we only have, like, three photos of the entire place because we, you know, it's either this building, it's either the, the, the Great Wall of China, or it's, you know, something with Chinese characters, somebody on a cell phone, you know, trying to buy or sell something. So, um, very interesting. Anyways, <laughs> let's go in and try to change it. So, um, according to local news reports, the form of wider trial in Suzhou will be similar to the one that was carried out in Shenzhen in October, where about $1.5 million in U uh, digital yuan was given to 50,000 residents as red packages via lottery. So that's kind of what they're going to do again. You get to apply for the lottery, you get chosen, you're given free money, and then you can go and shop around, uh, which is really exciting. And all they're trying to do is to see the behavior of individuals, collect information. And if you will remember, we actually covered what happened with the uh, uh, Shenzhen uh, trials that they have actually reported back that was like, hey, it was free money, I'll take it, but I don't know that I'm going to switch from my current payment provider. Because from my understanding, again, I've never been to China. So if you have been, hey, let me know in the chat, let me know in the comments. Um, I've never been, but from what I hear, the people that have been, people that have traveled, is that vast majority of all of their stuff that they're buying in, in you know, when they trade, they use their phones. You know, they scan the QR codes and stuff. So for them, it's very much digital. For us, it's sort of kind of there. Like we have that like Google Pay and Apple Pay and that kind of stuff, but you can't use it everywhere. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can. Uh, so we're still stuck with like, you know, swiping of the cards and using the pins and stuff and the crazy stuff, right? Uh, for them, they're not necessarily doing that uh, quite yet. Um, so that's an interesting difference. But interesting part is that the banks around the world are exploring CBDCs. You already know that. Um, there are actually many smaller countries that have already rolled them out. I did not know this till this morning, so maybe you don't know this either. Cayman Island apparently launched a national digital currency earlier this year. I had no clue. I didn't know that. But maybe you did, so I figured, hey, I might as well share it with you because if you are equally as lost as Nev is, hey, boy, we are in good company because we're learning together over here. All right. Now it's time to take a look at what's going on with the Bitcoin, our big old grandpa coin, uh, who is only, what, 12 years old? So <laughs> if your grandpa is 12, boy, uh, Benjamin Buttons, can we call it Benjamin Buttons? Because, by the way, when I say Benjamin Buttons and Bitcoin, whenever I use Bitcoin and I type it over on my cell phone and stuff, for some reason, whenever I enter BI, my thumb hits BU. So Bitcoin turns into Buttcoin. It makes me laugh every single time that it happens. So I'm like, I got to be careful. I don't want to post something on social, call it buttcoin. And next thing you know, is I get derailed by people by misspelling it. So um, so one of the things that is happening, you've likely have heard of is, you know, the price is going up and how high is going up? Well, who the hey knows, right? We are approaching slowly but surely the all time high. And I think we're going to break it um, as I have shared in one of the previous videos. Uh, doing some sort of analysis. Uh, I think I did it like last week. Again, you can find it on the channel. Uh, but based off of my, you know, very brief analysis, on the lower end of the spectrum, I expect this new bull to be anywhere between 
87,000 on the low end to about 130,000 on the high end. Now, is it possible when the crowd, when the herd shows up, that that puppy is going to pump way higher and that, uh, who was it? Was it JP Morgan or, or, or uh, it was one of the big banks and stuff that they were like, no, Bitcoin is going to be like at $400,000. And then Winklevoss twins were like, it's going to be $500,000. So nobody really knows. We're all throwing out, you know, the crazy stuff into into the, the, the ether to see uh, what happens and who ends up being right. What we do know for sure is that we're going to break this 20,000 and it might even happen in 2020. You know what I mean? Like talk about happy Thanksgiving if this puppy goes above it before that, which by the way, Thanksgiving, if you're not from US is in like four days, not even. Uh, so, you know, most of us are working Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, and then Thursday is the holiday. So that's going to be an amazing Thanksgiving. I mean, talk about, you know, saying grace around the table. Be like, thank you for mom. Thank you for dad and this lovely meal and Bitcoin, you know, so <laughs> it's going to be lovely for folks to do that. Uh, but anyways, interest is coming from Wales, which means that uh, these are folks that are not buying like $100 worth of Bitcoin or like one Bitcoin. When they buy, they buy in thousands, you know, they buy 10,000, 1,000, 5,000. So they're throwing a lot of money and they huddle. They huddle, 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 and they will be huddling for as long as they can, which is really exciting because that's what sort of creates this sort of pressure for the thing for the price to rise. And of course, we have a chart that is talking about how, you know, the number of whales is going on up and how actually people are huddling. And then we have Google Trends data. Way back when, you know, well, way back when, you know, three years ago, way back when. Uh, but when we were reaching these highs, people were going like crazy, searching Bitcoin stuff. How do you buy it? How do you get it? What is the wallet? You know, I was telling you, I mean, I would go to the conference and stuff and you would say anything uh, crypto or Bitcoin. And I mean, the crowd would just come. I mean, you felt like freaking Elvis Presley coming back to a concert to do this stuff. But all you said, you were like, yeah, you know, like. Bitcoin gets mentioned there, but it's like, what did you say? What did you say? What is it? Can't tell me about it. Can I have some? How do I get it? Um, now, now they're not even interested. You know, take a look at this chart. And I know it looks like, hey, it's going up. Uh, but then you have another chart that actually zooms it out. And here it was. Here it was that high when you get like uh, pummeled by people. I mean, you literally like ran over each other if you mentioned Bitcoin. Like, forget it, man. And, and that's all they wanted, you know. The altcoins didn't really matter. Ethereum, they were like, ah, you know, they did like Litecoin, uh, but they really, really, really liked Bitcoin. Um, and then Bitcoin Cash and anything named Bitcoin, they absolutely loved it. And it's so funny. And we're going to see it again. We're going to see it again. But look what happened. You know, even prior to that ginormous thing, we were kind of going on up. And then since the all time high, we came into the all time low. And of course, the interest just sort of, I mean, it's like flatline, flatline. We see like a little like a bump here or there. Uh, you come into 2019 and it's like, you know, just barely showing signs of life, but they're nowhere near. So all of this price pumping that we're seeing, we're seeing because of the long-term holders, right? It's because of the, you know, OGs, because of the people who are really passionate, because of people who maybe are like you, at six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, sitting and watching the channels, trying to learn as much as you can. And this is a good thing. This is a really good thing because when you get there before the crowd, 
you know, if you think that Bitcoin is expensive at 19,000, wait until it hits 190,000, right? And I think all of us are in it for that. We're waiting for that crazy stuff to come in. And I think that that's coming in 2021, maybe 2022. And we actually have some reports right here in this article to talk about that stuff. So we're going to take a look at that as well. But what's happening, right? So here in this article, they're arguing that the DXY descending to the familiar lows is the reason why it's pushing the Bitcoin up. It's possible. And if you don't know what DXI is, it's basically a dollar index, the current dollar currency index. And I actually brought it on up right over here in the trading view. So you can take a look at it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to actually zoom out because this is kind of what you see on their chart. And there's a lot of different things that are happening here. So forgive me for that. But you can kind of see what's going on. And, you know, they will zoom it in and make it look like really scary. But look at this. If you you know zoom out how do you hold on if you do this part right you will see that it's hitting right around this 92.15 or so and it keeps hitting that low well you know what if this was a stock if this was a uh, bitcoin you know uh, uh one two three a triple down that puppy's going up i don't know what to tell you but that's just kind of how i feel about the whole thing again i could be wrong but again you know when we look at the technical analysis Whenever something has a double top or triple top, we know it's coming down. Whenever it has double or triple bottom, we know that it's going up. Probabilities are there. It's not a guarantee, but probabilities are there. But here's the crazy part. I want to zoom out this. Uh, let me see if I can show you the sort of like a one-year thing of what's going on. And this is such a small movement that I have to do this stuff. I mean, it literally goes between 83 and 102. So the movements are ridiculously small. But when you zoom it in, it looks uh, quite, quite scary. Um, and let me see. Can you see this stuff? So as you can see, uh, let me see. Why is this not allowing me? See, sometimes it doesn't give me, uh, give me five years, please. And thank you. And you can see kind of what's going on. So uh, at some point in the history, we were much lower, you know, in uh, 08 and 09 and all of that stuff dollar was much 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 lower than it is right now and so when you zoom out you can actually see that while yes we have come down from the highs there's not much of else happening over there so i don't know that uh calling dollar index falling is what's pushing bitcoin but again it could be it could be a possibility i just think that bitcoin is being pushed because of very strong fundamentals because the companies are looking at it and saying, I have cash, I have, you know, purchased my own stocks. Um, you know, maybe I purchased some gold and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I'm not crazy about bonds, but I have some of that stuff. I need something that is going to 10x, that is going to 100x, and none of these things are going to do it. Bitcoin has a potential to do it. And I think that that's why they're getting into it, because they're finally learning about the uh, fundamental components about Bitcoin and uh, they're saying the DXY tends to show an inverse correlation to Bitcoin. And, and I kind of agree with it. But, you know, if, uh, if uh, they're truly inversely correlated, then that would mean that the DXY, you know, falling 1% equals what? A gain of 2,000%? Like, that doesn't make sense. Um, so, again, I do like it. But even here in their chart, you can see it. Look, a bottom, a bottom, a bottom, a bottom. Like, how many bottoms can you hit? Clearly... We're hitting some sort of bottom here. Could it go lower? Yes, it can. 
Um, you know, n nothing here is guaranteed, but again, it just, I don't know that that is, that is the narrative. I mean, it sounds good when you put it out there as a narrative, but I don't think that that's the reason why. Now, I think that the supply squeeze, it's a much bigger story in Bitcoin. I do agree with this one. Um, we've already discussed, I want to say yesterday, maybe the day before yesterday, we have PayPal, Cash App, they're buying about 100% of all newly minted coins. Now, where's everybody else, right? Because not everybody's buying through Cash App and PayPal, right? People are buying through different methods, different exchanges. Um, you know, uh, you have all of these giant whales coming in. And should you say giant whales or just say whales? I guess a whale would be a thousand and giant whale maybe would be a 10,000. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, so they're all coming in and they're all buying it, which means the only way how they would buy it, right? Like is the price has to go up, right? At some point, somebody has to give it up. And it's probably the old school whales that are doing that stuff that are saying, well, I purchased this thing for a penny, you know, and now it's a 20,000. Heck yeah, I'm going to sell. And I think once we hit 20,000, uh, we're going to see some sale and some sell-off happening. And, uh, of course, um, at, uh, you know, uh, we've already talked about the uptick. There's not existing. And uh, one of the things that has talked about is that, that there's really lack of interest at this point from the mainstream consumers. Now, uh, the difficulty also dropped at the beginning of November. And at the end of this week, difficulty should be going upwards, which is yet another reason why there is a reason to believe that the uh, price is going to continue up. Average hash rate has hit 137 extra hashes per second, and it actually has had an all-time high of 146 in mid-October. Now, Plan B, you likely know about the Plan B. He is, he is a, a creator of the stock-to-flow-based uh, serious price forecasting model. He is also an investor from Europe. Uh, we don't really know his name, but he's a super smart guy. I really enjoy uh, listening to him because you can never see him uh, on the live shows like this and I like reading his stuff but he was talking about the fact that the real upside for Bitcoin is just about to come that nothing is happening due to historical behavior after block subsidy halving upside ensure month after halving but serious gains came the following year current Bitcoin price action is nice but we're waiting for a, a real jump like in the red arrows right so here we go when we had the sort of jump and then it kind of really went up ballistic and then here's where it was the 2018 right and when you look at it on this level like what happened in 2017 2018 doesn't look all that big right does it i mean it kind of like ah that's nice so here we are here is where we are right now and who the hey knows what's going to happen uh but there's many who believe and i'm one of them that you know every time there's a halving you know there's some zeros that are being added to the whole thing so are we going to hit into the hundreds potentially potentially that would be kind of exciting of course on the fear and greed uh, uh sentiment stuff there's the contra arguments from them and it's saying ah you know we're hitting the highest of the greens um you know the greed component and that's matching the highs of 2019 which could mean potentially maybe we could go down um, and uh, but since then since then we've dropped from 94 to 90 and of course I had to go and take a look at it for myself and right now we truly are sitting at extreme greed but at 90 not at extreme greed of 94 as it was yesterday and last week we were in extreme greed of 90 and a month ago 
we were only we were only at 73 percent of greed so i thought that that was kind of cool and you can find the charts on alternative.me if you are still entitled to do that if you want to find out so it's an exciting piece uh, that uh, i thought was kind of happening now i did want to actually take a look at the chart of bitcoin over here and uh, this is if you if the prices look kind of funky to you that's because it's from a little while ago when we actually did some crazy stuff and crazy printing over here so if you take a look at kind of what happened from the low over here right and to the to this high i mean we pumped like what almost 76.5 percent over the course of 22 days and that was you know that was a huge thing that was a huge thing and this is what has happened in 2016 in june right and it was like oh my gosh this thing is going to go through the roof and then it came down and then how much did it come down y'all well <clears throat> it came down from the all-time high um, and then it came down and this was in a bull market uh 31 in six days i think that's an important thing i i'm i am going somewhere with this stuff i'm going somewhere with this stuff because after that we went sideways for a little while and then went even further down uh, which made it even scarier whatsoever um, and the reason i am painting this picture is because this was what was happening in the last bull market over here so over the course of 47 days 40 percent down ouch you know and then what happened well it went slightly up and then it went sideways and then it actually started to pump up and it pumped up and it pumped up and you were like holy mackerel you know this is it this is the big one this is the big one right hold on let me do this and it wasn't the big one this wasn't the big one y'all so from this one over here of the low to this over here of the high of course you can see that it kind of went back down we are looking at 154 days oh see stupid stupid i couldn't see it because all of my little things are in the way i don't know why can't you just hide them maybe you can hide them and that just doesn't know how to use them which is very 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 possible all right computer daughter work with me all right here we go this was a pump of 137 uh, percent over the 154 days but that wasn't enough that wasn't all that was a small blimp and then it went back down crashing right sort of crashing um right over here from here to this one over here and that was again 38 percent over the nine days and then it went up even more then it came back down crashing and then look at this thing i mean this was the mountain uh no still going still going still going i mean at some point it had to come down right at some point it had to come down and come down it did but this this is what we were looking at right over here you see this that's the part that looked ridiculously big because we were in that time and then of course we all know what has happened since then uh this 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 has happened since then and so now here we go we reached some lows right here we go we're gonna come over here and right now this is where we are this is where we are in bitcoin right now and uh you know it's pumping and it's going up and it looks like oh my gosh we are doing some crazy stuff which potentially we might be i don't know 
but you know if I compare it to the last bull market we really are not and I'm going to actually change it to the one hour candle por favor um, okay so now now what is happening right um, and I might need to adjust this stuff because it's not completely accurate this was actually a bottom but it wasn't on the one hour it was on something don't ask me on what it was uh, but it seemed like oh my gosh I am a hot mess today hot mess today y'all um, I think it was it was a four hour uh, candles that were printing that kind of were kidding no it wasn't I was clearly doing something don't ask me what I was doing and uh, but anyways I was just kind of looking at okay this is where we are seeing a local bottomish this is where we're seeing a local sort of um, resistance that is happening and that's roughly at about 18800 um, so again I think it's going to be pumping and it's going to be exciting times for us all uh, but we are still when we look at the four hour you know we are still very much in the sort of green zone so to speak the green zone being that let me eliminate this because it's driving me nuts but a it's crooked and b doesn't make sense um so i was looking basically right over here see how you have the the sort of the the support right around the seventeen thousand five hundred ish level or so um so anyways um, this is kind of where we are we're going sideways this is exciting this is good thing this is a good thing uh to go some sideways action before you pump up and uh, it's going to be super exciting stuff that is happening on the Bitcoin side. But here is Ethereum. Now, Ethereum, you know, right now when you look at the news, a lot of things are talking about Ethereum, Ethereum, Ethereum. I mean, sorry, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. And they should be talking Ethereum, Ethereum, Ethereum because this puppy has been doing a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pump. Because when you zoom out, it had this beautiful cup formation. Look at this. It broke above its local high a long time ago. This is when it was $90 in March um, or something like that, right? And here is the sort of where it was the high. This is where it was the high right over here. Let me get the five-year thing. This is where the high was of over, you know, 1000 bucks over here. We're nowhere near it. We're nowhere near it. Ethereum is just getting started y'all and so this is the reason you know why I believe that as Bitcoin approaches the new time high and breaks it Ethereum will do even more of that and so I am incredibly as much as I'm bullish on Bitcoin I am ridiculously bullish on Ethereum because I believe again not a financial advice this is just one guy's opinion on a random YouTube channel right that you've never heard of never met uh, I you know three four five ten X super easily possible because again if all of that happens is it possible that we're going to print like crazy uh, yes it is so 500 is nothing and we've seen it we've seen it print up y'all um, if we take a look at the four-hour candle all right I'm gonna have to zoom in because you can't you were like it's flat yes it is flat because because um, look at this it's been pumping like crazy and it's starting to do something similar that we've seen with Bitcoin uh, about a, two weeks ago maybe plus minus a week ago something like that my memory is not serving me all that well uh, but when it started it's still within the channel but it's riding on top of the channel 
And so this is very bullish. Now, could it come up uh, a sli down slightly and go a little bit sideways? I actually kind of wish it would. I actually wish it would kind of do similar things that happened here. It went up, it went sideways, and then pump up and sideways. Um, I would love to see some of that stuff. I don't want it to go parabolic up because when that happens, then it comes parabolic down. Although it's a good buying opportunity, it's not really good for people's confidence into the market um, as a whole. So now I did promise that I was going to share with you one altcoin that could potentially outperform them all. It has something to do with Chainlink and it's not linked coin. Although, although linked coin I'm incredibly bullish on and I think it's incredibly powerful uh, coin. It has to do with link swap. You might or might not have heard of this whole thing. So let's take a look at what's going on. So link swap is launching. Um, it's coming actually on November 25th. Today is November 23rd. So in two days, in two days, right in time for Thanksgiving, uh, at least for us in the United States to celebrate it, right? Uh, but it's absolutely coming. So what is it? Well, it is highly anticipated launch of LinkSwap, the community-governed automated market maker for the Chainlink ecosystem. Yes, it's basically a rival to Uniswap and SushiSwap and SwappySwap, but this one is called LinkSwap, and it's for link holders citing high risk of the DeFi protocols along with rising gas prices and Ethereum volatility. Although, you know, we could argue that Link also has volatility, so I don't know that I would quite call that. But I do agree that there has been some challenges within the DeFi stuff and that, you know, it could get very, very expensive and very pricey to do some of the things because of the network congestion and stuff. So what is happening? Well, core features, it's focused on impermanent loss reduction. It's also called div uh, divergent loss which is the difference between holding tokens in AMM liquidity pool and just simply holding them on the sidelines. LinkSwap will implement continuous liquidity pools, CLPs, to reduce impermanent loss for liquidity providers. And so why they're doing that? They're saying this is incredibly important for Link Marines who would rather huddle their link and forego yield than risk losing their link uh, for a yield. So they don't want to do that. And when they're saying, well, we want you to get a yield without necessarily losing it. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. So all aboard the Link Hype Train. And it's due to launch on November 25th, as we have mentioned. But the more important thing is the YFL token. YFL token is, uh, they're going to be offering a number of farming pools, available various tokens, including uh, G-Swap. Gaming decks also to launch soon. So there's all kinds of things that they're going to be adding and, and doing. And I think that there's a lot of cool things to see once it actually gets launched. But most attention is LinkSwap's governance token YFL, which has been pumping like crazy, y'all. We're going to take a look at that in just a moment. YFL has been on a tear lately. Over the past 24 hours, the new AMM governance token has added more than 20% to the top $1,000 for the first time since its initial spike in early September. And of course, once it hits that, folks are going to huddle. So we'll see. So what did I do? Well, I decided, hmm, I got to go and check out one inch exchange. Why one inch, Nev? 
Well, for a couple of different reasons, because they're decks, they're offering some of the best ways to actually change your coins. You might have heard about them, maybe you have used them, maybe you have not. No, I'm going to zoom out so that you can see the whole thing. And uh, they offer, I, I really, really like them because you get one of the best rays that you can. And then, of course, they use uh, Chi Token or Chai Token, depending on how you want to call it. I call it Chi personally. Uh, that helps with the gas prices. But here I actually put in one, um, um, one YFL. And as you can see, currently it's trading at... Uh, you know, uh, should we update and refresh at $1,003. So that's kind of what's been going on. It did pump over uh, to the $160. Uh, $1,060 has come down since it. Um, and so if you're looking to get into it and, and trade it, uh, you know, be prepared that that is going to happen. And then again, to buy it, estimated fee is about 17 bucks. So again, the gas prices are up on the tear. Uh, just like they have talked about, but YFL actually has a potential, a potential to uh, perform incredibly well, especially once the link swap goes live, people go into it. Now, my question is, are you going to be able to earn it as using it, as we've seen people be able to do that with SushiSwap, with Uniswap? Um, you know, I'm, I'm being told that DYDX potentially is looking to do something like that. Uh, one inch might be looking to do something like that. So I don't know uh, Some of the stuff is speculation. If you know anything about it. Hey, let me know We're all here to learn from one another. So there you go. That's it for this beautiful amazing Monday morning I am excited that you were here. Thank you so much for watching if you enjoyed the content Let me know smash the thumbs up if you didn't I guess smash the thumbs down Although I prefer you didn't but hey you know, it is what it is. You either like it or you don't, and that's okay. I am not everybody's cup of tea or coffee or a shot of whatever your favorite drink is. Until next time, stay forever, money blessed, and do remember, you are only one deal away. All right, y'all. I'm out.